I would pay four six nine. I, it, let's play. Let's put it this way: it would, it would sting less yes. if they included it for free. Mm. Yeah, because the 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 point. I mean, jumping it all over the place doesn't matter. But the the one two switch game, just if, if you're not aware, um, familiar with it. It's a game that you're supposed to play using the Joy-Cons and not even looking at the screen. Yeah. Like it's about you looking into the eyes of your opponent. They did a really good job of advertising that and, you know, making... It's very Nintendo. It's very different and, you know, it sounds really cool. And one of the mini games... Pizza's oh, here. Let's have a let's, pizza break. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono, and I'm here with my partners in crime. Hello, I'm Joe. I'm Jason, or Jace. Yes. Jace. Which, which one is it today? J- J- Jace. Jason, because it's my birthday. Jason! Jason! <laughs> Jason! All right. Happy birthday, Jace. Yeah, thank you. You had a good thank, one? I did have a good one. Thank you for my uh, extra special uh, draw distance. Oh, yes? And thank you for my Steam controller gift. Brilliant. I'll be I'll be playing with it all night. We're going to hear about this Steam controller, and hopefully we'll put up the draw distance. We haven't been very good we'll at putting those up, but we'll, this we'll, one we'll get it done. We'll, we'll, no, we'll do this one, and we'll do the past ones. We'll yeah, get it done. We'll get it's it done. Check out our website versusplay.com. It'll be there. But you and like the Steam controller? I love the Steam controller. I, I, want, I want to not just hear about the Steam controller. I want to play with the Steam controller. I got to say though, right? Like I don't get. This isn't like a you know. A sad moment. I don't get a lot of gifts from people. Like typically, Aww. I get no, typically, you know, like so I if mean, you want to send in a gift, <laughs> yeah, 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 no. What all I'm saying is that, like, EA, Microsoft, Sony, if you're listening, send us a gift. As you get older, you typically need the gifts that you used to get when you were younger, like underwear and socks and stuff. So it's podcast at versusplayer.com. So here we go. Jason, give Jason gifts. Yes. That, that, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but like, you know, you get those, the socks and the undies because you need them, you know. Um, but it's hard to get gifts because, I mean, typically if we want something, we want a game, we want whatever, we go out and get it. We'll get it. Yeah, we and do. so you can't just go out and sort of spontaneously give somebody a gift. And I really, really wanted this and yes. you got it. I didn't say it to you guys that I really, really wanted it. I was very close to buying it the other night. We both really got want it. one as well. So yeah, it's we kind do. of like, it's pretty easy to you got buy. Like a, you, got a, you got a three for one deal or something like that. <laughs> oh, uh, God, I wish. I wish. <laughs> uh, but no, thank you for the gift. Thank you for the draw distance. Thank you for being well, here. Was him. Thank you, Chan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. What are we talking about? Switch. Switch. Sorry, yes. I jumped the gun. No, that's right. I'm excited to talk about it though. That's cool. This is it's a big moment. They've you know Nintendo's finally announced a lot of information about the Switch. We've you know we've got ideas of pricing. We know what's coming out. I think it's a great moment to talk about it. But yep. also, uh, I think it's a really great moment for us to talk about our memories of Nintendo throughout the years. Some of us have a, a great affinity with it. Yep. I'm looking at you, Joe. Oh, that's and right. Others of us are Sega fanboys. And I'm, so, I'm really happy that no, they finally so put I the think. flagship game on on the Switch, being the Sonic game. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah. what is it? Sonic uh, Sonic Mania is launching. Sonic with Mania. It. Isn't there another Sonic game as well? True. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, you know, it's it's at it's at home where it belongs. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the, on the Nintendo console, console. <laughs> isn't that a weird thing to say? Oh, it is. It's, it's like my my son and and yes, he he loves Sonic more than anything else, pretty much at this moment. Um, for him, I, why, why does he love Sonic though? What we, is it about? Like we got it on um, Lego Dimensions, right? So we got the Sonic pack. Um, but he knows that you guys love Sonic, and I don't even remember. And how he loves came us, up. yeah, yeah. And he loves true. you guys he so much, me. and um, he really does. And and so he just wanted that, and he's been watching the cartoons, the Sonic uh, Sonic Adventures cartoons on Netflix. Is this a new thing? No, it's really, it's the old Sonic cartoon. But the old old Sonic cartoon was like nineties. Yeah, is it's this the nineties like one. 
Oh, it's, really? It's like it's it was a really cool Sonic Adventures on the, yeah. on the TV, and yeah, it's it, it was it's. I will admit, this is the one area where Sonic is better than Mario. The Mario cartoons are rubbish. Um, the Sonic cartoons pretty cool. Like, now we just need a Sonic movie. Live action, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be brilliant. With him with like real people. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we don't want to see that. Um, um, didn't they call that Sonic Adventure? They did. That's exactly yeah. it. And it's very similar to this Mario Odyssey game. I'm getting real Sonic Adventure vibes from Mario <laughs> Odyssey. So am I, but we're jumping ahead. Yeah, we yeah. are. Sorry. Oh, yeah. we can if you want. We can do whatever we want. We can. Yeah. No, but he's a big Sonic fan. He That's good. Yeah. Thanks for that. But no, I mean, as, I was, <laughs> as I was getting at, though, he's five. He's got a lot of time to learn about, you know, the, the fact that Mario is far superior. You guys have no excuse. Yeah, the silence says it all. Thank you very much. Let's move on, Jono. So, what's our first <laughs> first bit of information about the Switch presentation? We felt secure in ourselves. Not to oh say yeah, sure, anything. sure. Yeah, it was it was just easy to let you have your victory. Keep so, <laughs> so the Switch. Um, look, we're not going to go into all the details today because I I think there's a write up on versusplayer.com for those of you who haven't seen it yet. That is a really awesome breakdown of what happened. I. If I'm not mistaken, Joe was typing as he was. It was live. We went we went we went versus we went VP live. We did. Live at versus player. Live versus player. Two of us went around. Uh, I I was I gotta admit, I was playing Spelunky and the thought came to me, Oh, I better watch it. And then went, And then he went, No, I'm gonna play Spelunky. It's good it's a solid move. You know what though? It was it was actually fun. I, I felt like a actual video game. Person, like you are an actual video game oh, yeah, person. This is, this, this, this is, but, but it was like I sat there with the laptop on there, <laughs> um, and just kind of going at it, and I put it up within like I don't know. How, what, it was it was like it, it was twenty minute. minutes after it had been done. Yeah. So, I'd say um, it was minute by minute, to be honest. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it looked was, that way. Yeah, it was fun to do. Fun, I got so. all of my switch information because I was at work, and I mean that is an excuse. I mean, you know, if I'm at work, I'm probably not working. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Roy, but. I yeah I, I mean I got all of my switch information from from Joe's from Joe's yeah, post. So did I because I went back to my usual suspects Kotaku and a couple of the others and you know what I not to blow smoke up our own butts but I thought Joe's layout was fantastic in terms of gave us all the information we needed really easily um, read and the videos were a perfect tie in so yeah if um, we haven't convinced you to go look at the website well I don't know what's going to oh, thanks um, but on that note I think one of the things that a lot of the guys that I know keep bringing up to me when I even mention the word Nintendo Switch is Australian price. Yeah. So maybe we'll start with that. What are your thoughts, gents? So it's two two what is it, two ninety nine US is what they had up on the screen. And we yeah, got it for four six nine. Four or well, four seventy, yeah. Which No the, no it's it's four six nine Jeff. Oh sorry that one dollar yeah, that one dollar it makes me feel is better it about myself. I, I don't know. Wait, I could I find no it's four six nine. I'm going with four six nine. Don't even look it up. I'm looking it up. I've decided like, it's four six nine. I did the conversion when I was putting it up. I just what's the Australian tax, Joe? Four hundred dollars. It's is is what three hundred US comes to about four hundred. So Australia tax is sixty nine dollars. Yeah, and then I can only imagine sixty nine ninety five. Oh jeez, <laughs> that ninety five couldn't let me couldn't let me have it. No, yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, it, I I thought it would be less. Truthfully, I don't know. What did you guys think? I was hoping that because this was the best point was brought up to me recently by some of the guys I know it is more expensive than an Xbox One or a PlayStation 4 currently currently correct I mean if you jump back and you look at it on launch the Xbox was like what 600 and something bucks 599 650 something like that the PlayStation was geez I don't know 
a little bit less. Probably, I think. I think it was actually famous that the PlayStation Four at the time was one hundred dollars less than the Xbox, yeah, but yeah. more powerful than. And everyone yeah. was like, "Well, why would I get the Xbox?" And, and that's the argument that's coming up with this. We, we're a year later, and we've got a console that's coming out that's less powerful. And yes, it's got some very different features, but also when you look at the launch lineup, a lot of people are saying, "Well." You know, Zelda's there, and that's really exciting. So when we look at the launch lineup, when, when you say launch lineup, at the end of the presentation, I was sitting there going, wait, did they just say this thing is coming out with two games, like two new games, and the rest of it was kind of pretty much, you know, remakes of, like, we're getting Rayman Legends again. Like, Rayman Legends is absolutely brilliant, but if you've played Rayman Legends like I have on two different consoles, I don't want to play it again on a third. Um, like, one, I, I saw a very funny um, tweet by... Some guy has a Kazurai kind of joke um, account and it was 1-2-Switch, the name of the console and when someone's counting the launch lineup, 1-2 and then the Switch console itself. That made me laugh. But um, look, uh, yeah, for, what was it, 470 or 469.95, Jace? Yep, thank um, you. I need that five cents. I, I thought, it, I was I was thinking maybe 400 with the game. I, I was in three, I was in 350 territory. And the thing is, it's, in my opinion, a glorified Android tablet. I mean, like the NVIDIA Shield, for example, the NVIDIA Shield had their own tablet. Yeah. I think it was the K1 or something like that. Now they're focusing more on Android TV, but this thing is NVIDIA powered. Yep. And for all intents and purposes, I don't know how the back end of it is working, but it's it's very much an NVIDIA thing in terms of the hardware and I believe the software back end. Yep. And then we've got ourselves a Nintendo overlay over the top. <laughs> Nintendo have moved into the mobile market and that's kind of what this is. So, I mean, tablets in themselves, you know, you buy a Samsung Tab A or something like that. It's around sort of the 200 and something price mark. This is a 6.5-inch screen, something like that. It's, it's, a, it's a, you know, the size of a mobile and then some. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, all of that aside, you know, you, you're paying for the games. Yeah. Like, it's not an impressive piece of hardware in terms of what's going on under the hood. But it has some pretty cool features. Yeah, like the actual the, the Joy Cons is an example. Yeah, 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 the Joy Cons are pretty impressive. Yeah, and they I think they did a really good job within the presentation of demonstrating that whole ice cube thing. Of what they can do. Yeah, the ice cube thing that made sense to me. I I I, I, oh, I haven't seen that. I've, I've been reading a lot on Reddit about people's reactions towards the haptic feedback. Yeah. Um, to explain what that that means. Like, so so basically, the way I understand it is, and I may have this wrong, but it seems to be that the rumble or the feedback within the actual Joy Cons themselves almost make you feel weight. Yeah. So you're holding it, one ice cube hits. You shake it, you feel like there's an ice cube that's sitting inside your Joy-Con. Ah. Someone throws in a second ice cube and almost the rumble sort of rises up in your hand and you ah. feel like there's two There's a game. there's a third. There's a game within the 1-2 Switch um, lineup of mini... Like 1-2 Switch is one of the launch games and it's just a collection of mini games yep. which is showing off... That should be free, by the way. Yeah, that's, oh. I thought that was going to be, be a pack-in. I would, I would pay 469... Let's, let's put it this way. It would... It would sting less yes. if they included it for free. Mm. Yeah, because the 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 point, and we're jumping all over the place. Doesn't matter. But the the one two switch game, just if, if you're not aware, um, familiar with it, it's a game that you're supposed to play using the Joy Cons and not even looking at the screen. Yeah. Like it's about you're looking into the eyes of your opponent. They did a really good job of advertising that, and you know, making it, it's very Nintendo. It's very different, and you know, it sounds really cool. And one of the mini games, pizza's oh, here. Let's have a let's pizza break. And we're back from what was an awesome pizza. Nice choice, Jason. That was very good pizza. What do we have? We had meat, like a meat lover's equivalent. Yeah, which was really... It was actually on the menu. But which was delicious. 
And then there was that um, chicken with the, egg. Chicken with chicken. egg. I think it was called chicken egg. It was chicken egg. Thank you. Say cheese. Say cheese pizza. That's a clever name. Chicken eggs we had, which was tomato sauce, chicken, bacon, eggplant. They did offer pineapple, but we said no to pineapple because pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. Does not go on no. pizza. Come on. What Chili flakes. Sorry. Wait, are you? Are we all in on like no pineapple on pizza? That's are we, we, we all agree? We agree. Yeah, yeah, we, we agree. Yeah. So we're smart. We're smart. we're smart. We're smart. Yeah, we're smart. Yeah. yeah, we're smart. yeah. yeah. Uh, no pineapple on the pizza. Chili flakes, salt, mozzarella, topped with boiled free-range eggs. It was literally boiled it free-range eggs. Was, yeah, it, it was, they weren't yeah. mucking around. No. And then we went for the... It was like a gourmet pizza. It was called the Meat Platinum. You ready it for it, boys? It was, it was it's a tomato sauce, roast beef, Italian sausage, hey. mm. ham, <laughs> pepperoni, bacon, a bit of cabanossi, uh, mozzarella and some oregano yeah, or oregano delicious. it was nice nice thin base that was, was nice beautiful base. you can check out the pizza on Instagram actually we, <laughs> did. we popped that you Instagram up. everything Joe it's, I love yeah. Instagram it's and hard to say we could be on Instagram right now we could um, but the only thing that ruined the pizza at the end was when you what had to stop eating it well that and and when you told me about the garlic bread that was amazing that oh you yeah thanks Joe yeah, thanks for that yeah. hey I got to I got to bring you back you know you got to keep wanting more oh, it's you know that's you never, you never right. don't show all your cards yep. yeah, okay. whatever it is yeah right. hey yeah. what were we talking about the switch or something we were I was yeah I was saying about the rumble what do you call the rumble again Jace ha- I think it's like haptic. It's, it's haptic feedback but so there's some other name HD for it or something HD. HD rumble yeah that's it HD Rumble. I was saying in that one two switch game that there is a mini game within there where you have to shake it or it's that like there's like I think pennies or something in there um, and you shake it and the whole game is you have to guess how many pennies or whatever the object are, I can't remember exactly, sorry, is inside the Joy-Con controller. That's how like specific they are able to simulate the weight within the controller. You got it works. That's pretty impressive. Man, you got to hand it to Nintendo. They always come up with something cool and quirky and different for their consoles. And that's... I mean, everyone says it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't even know that this was coming as part of the Switch. I didn't no. know anything about HD Rumble. It sounds... I mean, initially when I hear about it, it sounds like a gimmick. Yeah, so I, I thought... It, I completely thought it was. But I thought the same thing for the Wii. I thought the Wii was a massive gimmick as well. And it was just like, whatever, I'm not going to play this. And then I still remember when the Wii came out. I'm going to tell this quick story. I still remember I was working at Harvey Norman at the time. You would have been working at JB, Jono. I would have just started, yeah. And uh, actually, I remember buying one. Yeah. Well, what happened was Harvey Norman. We didn't get much of a supply. Oh, you know, we got tons. You did get tons, but they still sold out the same day. No, we had a little bit left over. You had a little bit left over. We all got right. so many; it wasn't funny. Well, here's the thing, right? So Harvey Norman sold out in, the, in pretty much all in the morning, and I had a couple that came in that afternoon, and they mm. said to me, uh, "We really want to get a Wii." I said, "Sorry, we're all sold out," and they said, "Everywhere in this complex is sold out." The shopping center. And I said, I know where you can get one. It's at the JV Hi-Fi that we worked or that you worked at and I eventually did end up working out with you. And I said, I'll tell you what, I can, I've got the hookups. I know some people. <laughs> I can get one put aside for you if you drive me out that way. Because at the time... The, oh, really? Yeah. At, so at, at the time, the girl that I was going out with, she lived out that way. Yeah. And so I said, you drive me out there. Because it was a mission then. There was no it train was. station to get <laughs> no, there. No, there wasn't. You had to get a bus. It was yeah, like two buses. No, it was one bus. Oh, whatever. Oh, five... from, from Broadway, it was two. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the 506, yeah. you catch that. And that takes... That's no, a long no, time. No, you have horrible. to go into the city. Yeah. Then you have to get out of the city. It was no. whatever. I said, you drive me there. I'll get you this way. And they're like, done. And so... Well, how old were they? Uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, they live pretty close. I reckon they, they were probably early 30s. Yeah, okay. And they just wanted one because they'd heard all this so stuff about it. did you call it. the at-the-time girlfriend and get her to put one aside? I did. Evil woman didn't tell me that. Yeah, no. <laughs> and so... A lot of that. Yeah. And so, anyway, uh, we... 
Yeah, they dropped me off. But they took me to their house first, which was around the corner. <laughs> really? Because they didn't realize they didn't have enough cash and they had more cash at home. And so I went upstairs and I had a drink with them. It was the first time I ever had wine in my life. And then um, and then we went and we got in the car and we had a chat along the way and this is got hilarious. there. It was awesome. And I then, can't then they got, I've never heard this story. They got their way. I don't know why I didn't. I, I mean, at the time, it didn't seem like a big thing, but yeah. it, it was pretty cool. Awesome and, and I got a free lift all the way out to, to Macquarie. That's brilliant. Good times. That was good. With just some random, some random strangers and I had a glass of wine. Nothing about you and you know nothing. I had a glass of wine in some random people's household. I did. Yeah. You, it could have ended real bad. <laughs> you know what? They could have given me that. You might not even realise. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> How much time passed between that drink? It's true. I might still be there. Um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, what were we talking about? Switch. Switch. Yeah, so yeah. I've got a thought, all right, because there's a lot of information out there about the Switch. How about we talk about what we don't like first? And well, then we already said the price. I think it was the thing. We have. We, and really... then we talk about what we do like. We talked a little bit about what we like. That that HD rumble is cool. We talked about the price. That well, we see, don't I don't like. know if I like it yet. No, Maybe this I... is true. But, but the I feel like I'm going to like, like it. Yeah. I think I'll like it. So I'm going to start it off. I'm going to start off with things I don't like besides the price. This is the one that, that got me when I found out about it. Um, I know what this is going to be. But yep. Oh, you do. So they're, they're online service, right? Yeah. Nintendo, and Jace has complained about this in the past. Nintendo. Rightly so. Yeah, exactly. Look, we love Nintendo. Even us Sega fans. They hurt me, actually. And so I don't love them. And now they've got to make up. And, and you think they'd make up by offering us, as they've told us, they're going to give us a free NES or Super NES game a month to play. So similar to Xbox Live's Games with Gold and the PlayStation Plus service. Free game every month to try out. But at the end of that out. month, they're going to take it back from you. Do you know the thing is, right, that initially when they said, we'll give you a NES or a SNES game, I'm like, well, that's not very good. They're old games. You can get them anywhere. Like You probably already own them you on probably five other systems. You probably do. Purchase. I said, but all right, that's at least something. Yeah. And then they said that the very little that we're giving you, we're also going to take away. Yeah. That doesn't make me happy. No. no. But here's the thing, right? Nintendo don't get online right. They haven't figured out how it works. They've tied in the past, I swear I've talked about this before, either to you or on this podcast, Yes. but they tie in their purchases to the hardware and that is crazy. It is is not hard to tie in software like the PlayStation, the Xbox, Steam, whatever, to an account that you can just go in and log in on another device and access your stuff. Do we know if that's changed for this? No, we don't. What's that? No, no, no. If if they're allowing... It's if it's tied to an account, whether it's tied to no. So here's the thing: they've they've you can have your My Nintendo account now, which yeah. I signed up for immediately because I assumed My Nintendo may somehow factor into the 3ds, oh, yeah. and I may potentially be able to get back those two hundred, three hundred dollars worth of games I had tied to this this account that I had. Yeah. Um. But no. But the my My Nintendo now exists. Uh, you can tie in your Nintendo ID. I believe they're foregoing the Nintendo ID completely. Okay. The Nintendo ID is the thing that ties in the software and the hardware. I think Joe and I have one for um, Mario, Super, Super Mario, Mario Run, Run. and so your I, Wii U. Yeah, I, I think I thought you needed a Nintendo ID to be able to get into the eStore. Maybe you don't. Um, oh. But either way, uh, the way I understand it is that it's very much going to be tied into this Nintendo account. Yeah. Um, and so when I purchase things, it's locked into that account. So I've signed up for my Nintendo of attached all the social media stuff that they want attached to it. They want Facebook and Twitter. I mean, you don't have to put it on there. No, I've tied in my old Nintendo ID, crossing my fingers that someday those two, nice. $300 games are going to magically appear on the Switch. Probably not. Um, and I'm hoping for the best. But I mean, they're still, they're still backwards. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, and I, I think I saw this on Reddit as well, but the thing is, if Nintendo really want to be ahead of the game, what they really need to do is release a Netflix-like service 
where yeah, they yeah. go pay X amount of dollars. I'd pay 15 bucks a month to Hell go, yeah. you have a full back catalog of GameCube, Nintendo 64, Super Nintendo, SNES, and you just, you scream it to you. But they could even device. rotate those games over a few months. Absolutely. Yeah. One, like Netflix. Yeah, but one one game a month, like you say a, you know, a big AAA game comes out within a mm-hmm. month that you, you're really, you know, wanting to play an online game, whatever it happens to be, and then you get an old game as part of this service as well. Yeah. What are you going to play? Right, right there and then. But then the next two months later, you go, oh, I would have loved to have played that, but I don't have that. You know, I know we're complaining about something that we're getting, you know, for free as part well, of a no. paid service. Yep. Yeah. But but still, like looking at what Nintendo, not Nintendo, what, what Microsoft and Sony are doing with their services, which are just absolutely blowing this out of the water. And this oh, is coming out after the other two. It's not like a reaction, you know, oh, we've got a bring something out because they've got something like this is a new console they could have done this a lot better they should have seen what the others are doing and kind well, of the others have been doing it for there. how long now two two and a bit years nintendo is much longer nintendo is very much embracing the japanese culture and they focus on the japanese market yeah. first and foremost i feel yeah. and they feel well okay if the japanese market doesn't want to subscribe to a service then the rest of the world probably won't and that's the vibe i'm getting you know, I don't know how big Netflix is in Japan, but I don't imagine it's like the biggest thing. They're still making you subscribe later on though. It's only free initially and then yeah. it becomes a paid service. Correct. So yeah. you're still paying for that. And so for the, the big games like uh, say Monster Hunter, which is predominantly focused as an online experience, mm. it's apparently up to the publisher as to whether or not they want to charge. Knowing Capcom, they'll charge for anything. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So like straight away, I now have to pay money to play Monster Hunter with my friends. And here's the thing, I will. I'll pay for it. Yeah. I'll pay whatever you ask me to pay as long as it's not crazy unreasonable. I just... You don't have to do it. No. I, I, I As soon as I plugged in my PlayStation 4, as soon as I got my Xbox One, got those live accounts, the PlayStation Plus accounts on there straight away, brought my 361 over as well. Download whatever there is every month, even if I'm not going to play it. This... If I had this... You know, I don't... I'm not going to say it now. I don't know if we'll get to it later, but I won't be buying one at launch. Um... I'll see what Super Mario Odyssey is all about, um, but that that might that might pull me over. But um, if I had it, I don't even think I'd care to do the online. Like my Wii U, I have never played a game online with my Wii U, like for the, as long as I've had it. Yeah, this is what I picture for the Switch. I picture myself having it with me at all times, like I did with my 3DS when I was really really into my Monster Hunter and Animal Crossing yeah. and things and like PSP that. PSP before that. PSP before that, and I very much feel as though. Um, I, I very much enjoyed uh, the 3DS and the whole running into people, the street pass features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not a big thing, but it was just nice. You know, That's you cool. walk past. I, I go past these same people every day. I never meet them, but they'd be like, "I've met you four or five times," and I may be passing them on the bus or on the way to work. It could have been the person I was sitting next to that I don't speak to. Like, who knows, right? Yeah. But I really, really liked that, and it felt very much as like an extension. You got your mobile, and then you've got your yeah. gaming console. Because yeah. I'm not a big mobile gamer at all. And so, I don't know, like, I feel for that reason that I want to be able to get the next, the next great handheld. Mm. 3DS is dated. Unfortunately, as great as the PS Vita was, it's not taking off. They're not making games for it. I don't even think they're producing them anymore. Like, from what I yeah, saw, I'm you can't buy that. a new 3D, uh, a new PS Vita anywhere. It's yeah, pretty it hard is. to come by one, yeah. It is. Um, and so, I, I want... I want that's the switch to be that thing. I, I really, really want it, to. and yeah. I, I love the fact you know I love the fact that it, it embraces 
it's another discussion, but embraces the two-player straight from the get-go. Yeah. See, we're talking about, you, you were saying, Johnny, that we want to talk about what disappointed us to start with. What well, disa- I'd like to flip between the two, if that's okay well, with you. I just, I'm, I'm going to go on with something that disappointed me from the presentation, which kind of goes on to what you just said, Jace, about it being portable. So watching the when they were doing the game section of it, which was awesome. like It was just like game after game after game, really different things, and we'll talk more about them later. But it got to a point where I thought, okay, now they're going to start showing us the handheld games. Because my understanding of the Switch from the initial kind of unveiling of it was it's this hybrid console handheld. But what I saw in the presentation was a console game that a console, sorry, console type games, and then you can take them on the go with you. I didn't really see, like, there were some games that didn't look great that, that, you know, looked a little bit more handheldy. And I don't mean that as a, as a bad thing, but I was actually expecting now they're going to go into the handheld portable games like you know show us a pokemon or something show us something like you said with the street pass sort of thing that it's going to that's going to say not only am i going to have this thing leave it at home i'm going to bring it with me to do that but then you hear about you know like the battery life when it's not into the system 6.5 yeah and and you know i know if, if if it was kind of you're not so graphically intensive games that could do that, but I imagine you're just going to have the system completely shut down, no standby mode or anything when it's not plugged in. But I was disappointed that there wasn't like a kind of push. This is also a handheld. And from what I've read since the conference, it is, no, this is really a console-like experiences that you can bring with you on the go. So they're not touting this as the next... 3DS or something like that. That's what I was hoping they were going to do. What What do you guys think about that? Well, it'll be interesting to see if they do announce uh, another portable console, but then aren't they eating into their own market? Yeah, You're right. Like it, it would make perfect sense to have suddenly slightly larger screen, you know, Game Boy Advance or 3DS games, or, you know, equivalent. Yeah. I think I, I've said it on one of the other podcasts when we first spoke about the Switch that I can see them doing like a... Like a um, well, the, the 2DS, you know, the kind of the, the big put-together 2DS kind of version of the 3DS, like that's more kiddie-friendly. I can see them doing a more kiddie-friendly version of the Switch, but I was hoping in the presentation that they'd show you, you know, for people who aren't really interested in the consoles, who are looking for the next 3DS, kind of a push there, but they didn't. Here's what I think they're trying to do. They've got to have their little niche. I won't call it a gimmick. They've got to have their niche for every console that they come out mm, with. Yeah. And so people have been talking about, man, I'd love to play Skyrim on the go. And Skyrim was one of the things that they showed initially yeah. before all of this started. And so that idea in people's heads that I can play Skyrim on the bus was amazing. Yeah. And I think what they're really pushing at the moment is, here's Zelda Breath of the Wild, unclip, walk away. And if the transition is really as smooth as they've it looks shown... Like amazing. That I mean, I'd be happy with a loading screen or some downtime, but if yeah. it's really that smooth as they've shown, then then brilliant. I think at some point we're going to start to see people developing games that are more focused on the portable side. That'll be great. So, so Breath of the Wild, for example, it's it's been up in the air. Everyone loves talking about 1080p, 60 frames per second. Mm. But what we understand is in handheld mode, it's 720p, 30fps. Yeah. In um, docked mode, it's 900p, mm. 30fps. Yeah. Um, and whether or not I believe I've got that right, and, yeah, and yeah. whether whether or not 
um, that's the case. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like with the screen that small, yeah, 720p I'm, looks great. Care. Yeah, look amazing. And yeah. and with with Breath of the Wild, like I mean, it's got like a cell shady, not cell shady, but it's got a, like kind of a cell shady feel. Like the graphics are a little bit more quirky. Mm. It doesn't matter what it looks yeah. like. Um, it looks beautiful. Though. It does look. It, do, it looks absolutely stunning. And so I think they're going to focus on that. But I think eventually we're going to see ones that no matter whether or not it's docked or undocked, there will be no difference in yeah. terms of performance. And that's when you're going to start to see games that will potentially be more of a handheld game. Which is great. And, which is great. Yeah. And then you may end up seeing uh, a half-priced version of the Switch called, I don't know, the Duo or whatever they want to go back to calling it. And it's all the 2DS. Yeah. And it will just do those those ones. So yeah. you won't you won't be able to, you know, play Breath. You won't be able to plug it into a TV. It'll just be a budget. I mean, that's probably years down the track. Um, I hope that Nintendo does not have it currently planned right now that they have two different consoles and there's not like the, the Switch is the pro version and then you've got just a handheld base one. I think they would have announced it. They've done that in the past with... Um, do you remember when the DS was first announced the Game Boy Micro was announced at the same time? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. They, so. do, they do have two versions of it coming out at launch with the colours where they had the blue and the red of the, with the Joy-Cons. All right, so yeah. can I just ask, have you guys pre-ordered and are you buying on day one? No. I said no, yeah, no. If you were, would you get the grey or the neon? Oh, I'm so torn because I asked Em this question because I was really curious to see what she would say. And um, she went the grey. Yeah, I'd go the grey. I, I, I would I would like the maybe one colour for both. And I get what they're doing, you know, to pass it over to different multiplayer. people for yeah. multiplayer. But if it was just both, if you could get both blue or both um, red, I would, you know, probably go the, the blue route. But I would so, go grey. So I pre-ordered it. Did you? I did. Oh. I pre-ordered the Switch. And now um, you tell us, you evil bugger. <laughs> and I had no intention. I watched, I read what you wrote, Joe. Um, and then I watched some of the videos with Jen. Yep. I explained to Jen sort of how it worked and what it was. And I sort of presented it to her. For example, uh, to sidetrack just for a second, there were people on Reddit that were pushing the guy, Matt Makes Games, who makes Towerfall Ascension, saying, will you make a Switch? Like a Switch copy of yeah, your Towerfall yeah, yeah. game. Um, and he said, if there's enough people that want it, absolutely. And everyone was like, well, yeah. We'll and that, that's a perfect game to play on the go. That would yeah. be great. So yeah. then we thought of Nidhogg, maybe even Overcooked. And I said oh. to Jen, like, think about the potential of this. And I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like typically for people, you know, especially if you're in a relationship and you've got to say to your girlfriend, your fiance, your wife, whoever, um, you know, hey, I want to buy this expensive item and you've got to kind of justify it. Yeah. But yeah. she looked at it and she's like, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, we should get that. I'm not, I'm, and, not, I'm not saying I'm not buying it because I don't think it looks cool, but I... It's very expensive for what yeah, it is. And the thing is, I think Nintendo um, don't really do price drops. The Wii is still the same price that yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see it dropping in price drastically no, anytime soon. No. But I do think that there's going to be that initial push and people are going to buy it. And then it will either pay off and you'll go, well, okay, it's definitely been worth it from the beginning. Mm. Or it'll bomb. Yeah, and that's and look, that's smart because, like I said, when Super Mario Odyssey comes out, yep, I think that's probably that, that that will be when I get it. Like, yeah, that's I, I can't wait for. Well, next here's the thing: Mario. there's no games that I want on launch. Yeah, I don't care about Zelda, and I know most people do. And I'm sorry for the people that love Zelda. Everybody does. It's a great series. I'll definitely buy it, but I don't. I'm not like absolutely waiting for yeah. it. Yeah, and like I mean, there are a couple of parlor games. Like the one two switch stuff would just be cool to have a bit of fun. Yeah, and yeah, like in a party type fun. environment. Oh, super! Um, I mean, 
and and Bomberman and stuff like that. That yeah. looks really good. But there's nothing initially at launch that makes me absolutely want to get it. Yeah, agreed. But I did pre-order it on a whim last night, and this was my <laughs> this was my this was my angle on it. I think it's going to sell out at launch. And you're like, oh, it's my birthday week. I'm just getting myself another present. <laughs> Hell's yeah. No, for me, I think it's going to sell out on launch. Yeah, and right. I think that if I change my mind, I put down my money, but I think if I change my mind around that time, even if I bought it, I know that there's going to be like a thing on EB Games or JB going pre-order for wave two in yeah. three yeah, months yeah, from yeah, now. Yeah. At least I'll have it. If I choose to open it and use it, fantastic. If not, I might sell it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's weird to say this, but I think it's a good investment. <laughs> but you, you're you're smarting what you said because even like Nintendo games, they don't go down in value. Like like Donkey Kong Tro- Tropical Freeze is still the mm. same price. Animal Crossing has been out since the beginning. They released a patch for it recently that increase like adds amiibo stuff oh, to yeah. it. But they're still selling it at fifty nine bucks, yeah. and they just put a sticker on all the copies and said. Yeah. Amiibo support included, which comes with a patch. Mm. And then there's a little leaflet in there for a theme for your 3DS. Yeah. Mm. And it's still 59 bucks. So so we've established whether we're getting it or not. How do we think it's going to go? Like as a, as a console, like for me, I don't think it's going to do anything near PlayStation, Xbox One numbers lifetime. But I think it's going to do better than the Wii. I think it will. Okay. The Wii or the Wii U? The Wii U, sorry. Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm yeah. so glad you clarified that. It will not. Nothing, it's not going to do better than the Wii. No, the um, Wii. It's going to do it. better than the Wii U, I think. I think the Wii U was a huge um, misstep all around in terms of understanding what it is. Um, they've moved away from the Wii name. They're going with Switch. It's a different thing. Like People thought the Wii U was just an attachment to the Wii and weren't getting it. I think they've done a good job there. I think it'll do better than the Wii U. How well it does, though, I think it's going to be dependent on E3 this year and what's going to happen in terms of new games coming out. Because what we've seen in what's coming out for the console, there is, like I said, besides Mario, there there isn't really anything there that's like, you've got to buy this. What about Sonic Mania? What about Sonic Mania? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm sorry. No, I'm right. not buying Sonic Mania. <laughs> like I've I've had my 2D. It's great that they're going back to the indie roots and we could have a whole podcast. Oh, on yeah, of course. Yeah. Why jumping back is a good thing. Um, but I'm not going to buy Sonic Mania. And no, honestly, the thing that I'm most... Street Fighter 2 again? I don't think so. I like... And I think what oh, I... Oh, yeah. Street Fighter 2, isn't it? I've got... what, what I will end up getting though, I think is, is Mario Kart 8 because I never played it. And it would be very cool to play it on the go. But the thing that sold me on the Switch, and I was on an aeroplane on the weekend, what sold me on the Switch was they've shown it twice. Once they've shown it in the original Switch ad for the guy who's on an aeroplane and he pops out his thing and he's playing on his little tray table. And then, yeah. (laughs) Wow. That was, by the way, that wasn't a sound effect. That was legitimately Joe... With his, with his, that's very cool. That no, wasn't the same, but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, uh, yeah, and he did that. And so, I was on an airplane when I was talking to, to, to my fiance about it, and I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool right now if we could just have one thing plonked down? Because I bring my surface on a plane, yeah, and I'll play that, but you've got to kind of fold the thing, and then you've got two controllers, Xbox controllers, you pull out, mm. like I can just go boom and then pull out click, the switch thing, door. unclip, yeah. yeah, whatever the thing Joe just did, that was amazing, and then like, uh, and then play. And and that sold me on it. Okay, so he, here's my point of view on how it's going to do. Not from me. I was standing in the shop. I think it was an EB. Is this inside info? No, no. Oh, okay. I was standing in like an EB or it was Big W. It was, it was a game department of some store. I can't remember for life me where. And there were these two kids and a father. And sign was up about the Switch. So it was probably EB. 
And one of the kids goes, oh, awesome, the Switch, that's going to be really cool. And the dad just goes, why would I buy that? You have iPads. You can play games on those. Yeah. Um, he goes, but it can, like the controller come off the side. He goes, I can get you a controller for your iPad. Why am I buying your Switch? Now, what I found really interesting about that is the Wii originally won over a lot of people in terms of that it brought a level of gaming and ease to people that never played games. Yeah. Like I remember buying mine on launch day and I planned not to, but we had some spare. So I went, oh, what the hell? I'll get it. This, you know, three days to my birthday. And um, it was an early birthday present to myself and I had disposable income. And I took it to my parents' place and played with them and they had a lot of fun with it. And mind yeah. you, they've never played it again, but they had a lot of fun with it that day. Bowling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was bowling and tennis. And that was huge. But so far, they have not, they've won over like the hardcore in terms of what it can do if not the price and other things. Yep. But they haven't won over the general public. Yeah. And I think with the hardcore, like that's your Wii U audience right there. Like the people who have bought that, are they going to, like that's your Nintendo faithful. Are they all going to go over and buy the, the Switch? They're hoping so. Hopefully they've got more people like Jace who are thinking, this is something cool that I can bring on the go and it's different. Um, but then John, Jono's got a picture up in front of us here of the launch lineup. Um, so we've got what is it? What's there, Jono? Uh, five games. We've uh, six. We've got Zelda: Breath of the Wild, which is cool. One, two, Switch looks looks interesting, but as we've all said, should have been packed in the box. Um, Super Bomberman R. Um, Skylanders is awesome. It is, and it looks like the classic one. Yeah, so I'm really happy about that. But Skylanders Imaginators. I mean, that's been out for how long now? And I don't even know what that is. It's um, one of those Toys to Life games. Okay. Um, I wonder if you need a portal or you could just put it on the actual... Well, it has an NFC reader NFC built into reader, the yeah. right controller. Yeah. Oh, but okay. that's specifically for Amiibos. I don't know if it's going to work for yeah, anything Yeah, I reckon else. Portal. Probably not, yeah. And um, Just Dance 2000 and something, or I'm guessing 17, but yeah. Yeah. But like that's your initial five games. Now, there could be more that they haven't been announced yet yeah. because we've still got a little while to go. But, but, but launch lineups, like often, like we, we were talking about, we've been talking about, you know, launch lineups um, a bit here and there and you know launch lineups are a bit hit and miss sometimes there's always that one game coming on the horizon like xbox one for me it was like the the impending titan 4 like that was kind of when yeah. titan 4 was on the horizon it's like you know what i'm playing now is going to be prepared for that yeah sort of thing like that was going to be the next gen experience and i thought it was like i loved it um for this i think everyone's like oh zelda like zelda i get to play zelda even though you can play it on wii u People like me are thinking, you know, this is a, they're, they're, the way they're describing Super Mario Odyssey. You know, this is the next game after um, 64 and Sunshine. Like, it's like that open-y kind of area, Mario. Um, but everything else. But, like, Mario Odyssey is not till you know, the yeah. Christmas period. Yeah. So, like, when I think of launch lineups, I my mind goes back to two consoles. The Dreamcast, which Jason and I were talking about a bit earlier um, before we started the podcast today. And, like, for me... I still have fond memories of Soul Calibur and Sonic Adventure. Now, I admit Sonic Adventure was a bit of an average game, but I enjoyed it at the time. Yeah. And um, crazy, a little bit of Crazy Taxi. But if I go back to the original Xbox, Halo, Project Gotham Street Racer, um, those two alone... Was Crimson Skies around launch? No, it was a little bit later. Okay. I'll tell you bit, what else did come out, though. Fusion Frenzy was even think fun. I think maybe. I got the Xbox a little bit late. Yeah. But... I think Voodoo Vince might have been a release title <laughs> and that's a good game. Yeah. There was another game called Brute Force. Yes, that was launched. Which was also very cool. Yeah, um, I played that. I really like Brute Force. Yeah? Yeah. I wasn't a big fan. I got, I got a job in high school just to buy an Xbox. As soon as I had the money to buy the Xbox, I quit the job. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, like uh, with with the Dreamcast lineup and stuff like that. The funny thing that happened with that was that the games were released before the console came yeah, out. Yeah, I remember. You that. could go into yeah. whatever store, and two weeks these yeah. games were on the shelf, and people would buy them, and then they just have this game. It was such a weird release mm. for Australia, anyway. I don't know if it was different in the US. And I wonder what the kind of if they're going to immediately open up the back catalogue, um, so you can jump on and buy your old versions of games with it as well. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, look for they me, they can't rest on that though. No, they can't. And the thing, the thing is, I feel like kind of gone are the days where the really impressive console gets released. Like the very, the very different console of the last generation. I don't even know if it factors into the last generation. Was was the Wii? Yeah, because it was different. It, yeah. it didn't look amazing graphically, but it had these cool remotes yeah. and whatever. And I mean, like you know, the Xbox has cool features and the PlayStation has cool features, but for all intents and purposes, they're the same sort of console, yeah. Yeah. different hardware, a couple of different things with the same sort of games, the exception of a few exclusives. And Nintendo every now and then will just come out with something and break the mold and give it a go. And I hope that it sticks. But when you say before, Jono, the rest of the market, the rest of the market also factors in parents who won't be buying it for themselves, but yeah. will be buying it for their kids. Yeah. And when they look at it and they go, this is an iPad with controllers attached to it, They'll just go, well, you just use your iPad. They yeah, don't fully definitely. understand. And to be honest with you, I don't think the kids can fully sell their parents on this particular no. item. And even if they beg and they plead and then they finally say, oh, dad, it's 469 or mom, it's 469. Like, nah. Yeah. We just spent X amount of dollars on your iPad. Use that instead. Yeah. And the kids won't fight for it. Yeah. No. The thing about the Wii was the parents saw how it worked yeah. and they went, well, I want to play bowling too. Yeah. I want to play bowling with my kids. It's making my kids active and, you know, video games are suddenly making my kids stand up instead of sitting down. Um, it's going to be a tricky thing and I don't know... The thing that I feel sorry for in regards to Nintendo's marketing is they don't know how to market it because... Well, I mean, they, they're trying to, but it's got really cool remotes that have this cool HD feedback. Yeah. Yeah. It works in a portable sense. And two and a half hours battery life for a Zelda, which is a great looking game, two and a half hours is enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, you know, and it's USB-C, so it's not some proprietary which AC so plug-in. Good. You just plug it in with your, yeah. your normal mobile phone connector. Um, and, and then on top of that, it plugs into a, a, a docking station that runs on your TV. Yeah. It does three really awesome things. But how do they present it to everybody and go, you know, like here it does all these different things. They might initially think, well, we're going to cover all bases. The people who want the hardcore gamers want to play on their TV and want better graphics going to play there and the portable gamers are going to do this and whatever. I hope it works out for them. Yeah. Well, I agree with you because I, I was initially very excited about it and I've gone through a real up and down yeah. feeling on it. And part of me really would like to, to own this console because I think I could have a lot of fun with it, but um, I'm concerned. Now, we've talked... We've gone really up and down in terms of how we felt about the console. I did want to talk about something that I thought was very cool. Mm-hmm. It's not region locked. Yeah. So, well, they didn't they say the wording there was a bit um, funny. They said generally. Yeah. I, I, I think like, they're leaving it up to publishers maybe. Yeah. But I don't know if that's... I think there were some things in this presentation that were lost in translation. Yeah. Um, Sudia 51 um, with his... Part there, I don't know what that was. I don't think the the translator knew what was going on there. I mean, there were a couple of other parts which seemed a bit um, funny, but I'm not sure that. I wonder if they meant generally, if that was just like I said, lost in translation, or if it's actually like you said, up to different publishers, or yep. they're just going to open it up. I hope they open it up. It's great for us here. Like you'd be able to buy anything online, get the you know 
imported stuff, versions stuff of Stuff gets released in the US before here. Exactly. We want to pick or it up. Or doesn't get released here. Or doesn't get released here. Yeah. If you really want to play a game that might not be so text heavy and it's in Japan, you might yeah. want to buy it. Yeah. Um, it's an awesome idea. And actually, there's a lot of Japanese games. Like, I, I bought a PSP game when I was in Japan, how many years ago it was now, that funnily enough, while the majority was in Japanese, there was enough English that I could play it quite confidently. So... I, I think it's a really great option. As long as the option is there. Yeah. yeah exactly. If you choose to take it, take it. So we've covered a lot about the, the details. I don't want to go into all the information because as we said, it's on the website. And if you want to read up about it, go for it. What I would like to talk about though, is your favorite Nintendo memory going back. Let's go back before the Switch. All the consoles that we've, we've played on over the years, the games that we've played from Nintendo. What's your favorite? Well, I think... I've said it before, like Nintendo has released what is the greatest single game. It's a cartridge, but like collection of games and one thing ever, which is the Super Mario All-Stars pack where it's got the three, you know, Mario games and the Lost World, um, Lost Levels, Lost Levels, Lost Levels, Lost Levels, yeah. Um, On there. And I remember, you know, getting that. I played them all, the new upgraded, updated graphics on this, on this NES. I've still got that card at home. Um, Man, I had so much fun with that. That's just that was unbelievable. Um, spending a lot of time doing that. I think as well. I mentioned, you know, Nintendo sixty four, Super Mario, Mario sixty four. That game, that opening scene where you just ran around as Mario, got to stretch his face. Some really fun times. Oh, I got I got a lot of memories because I like I said I'm an, I was a Nintendo kid. Um, I, I didn't own a, a NES. My neighbor, well, my mate across the road, Dominic, had a NES. So I used to go over after school and play a lot of Duck Hunt. And, um, you know, we used to play Mario on that as well. But from the SNES onwards, I've had them all and, man, loved them. I don't know. But one of you guys want to go? I'll come back to you. No, I'll let you go, Jess. Um, didn't own a Nintendo console. Was a Sega kid. Had a Master System 2 first. Yep. And then had the Sega Mega Drive. Yep. Then I missed out on some uh, Master System games. And I got the converter that plugs into the Mega Drive that lets you play. Still have mine today. Very cool. I do. Yeah. And um, and absolutely like loved playing those. And then when the PlayStation came out, didn't know what it was. Got given to me as a gift. Was still playing Mega Drive games. Didn't care. Talked about it before. Um, Eventually played the PlayStation. And that's kind of Sega was like my introduction to games. PlayStation was where games where I realized there was more than one console out there and I was getting a little bit older and that games could look as good as they did. But then I realized that there was, I missed out on Super Nintendo. I'd seen it, I'd seen the Nintendo being played and I'd, you know, as far as I was concerned, it was essentially just like a Sega, but just had a couple of different games on it. But I went to a cash converters, which I don't think any exists anymore. No, they're still around. And I went and I bought a Super Nintendo halfway through the PlayStation 1's life cycle, probably even further along. And I don't think I would ever do that again today. I would never actually take that big step back because graphically you're taking a massive hit. But I went to cash converters. I bought the console. So you're talking about the SNES. SNES. I bought the so, SNES so second hand. graphically though, SNES games for me hold up better than yeah. 64 games in a huge way. Yeah, I, I, I think agree. I think so too. It's I just still the, play my SNES every it's now It's just that PlayStation, PlayStation 1 really took that 3D approach yeah. and sort of, not isometric, but that sort of, yeah. that 2D look that that um, that the SNES had, you know, mm. it, it, it still holds its own today. But um, I got that and then I went out and I bought this whole back catalogue of games. And honestly, for me, it was, it was Harvest Moon. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I got Harvest Moon as a gift. It was still, even back then, halfway through PlayStation 1's life cycle, what I believe was halfway through, um, it still cost 100 bucks yeah. to mm. buy Harvest Moon. And, and I had a relative who bought it for me and I just lived and breathed that game. And the PlayStation no longer existed for months. Mm. It was Harvest Moon every day. And I played some older games like Secret of Evermore. I finally got to play um, Chrono Trigger, which oh, yeah. I don't believe ever came out here in Australia. No, I don't um, I played Chrono Trigger on a US Super Nintendo that I borrowed from a friend um, and Final Fantasy 3, which is, I think, Final Fantasy 6. Yeah. Um, it's Super Nintendo is hands down some of the best fun that I've ever had oh, in a console. I've got so ever. many memories of the Super Nintendo. One of the things I loved was we had the, um, we got we got the Super Multi-Tap. For the, and I've still got my Super Multi-Tap so you could plug it in and have, I think it was up to five because it came with four ports yeah. on the Multi-Tap. Yeah. And Mario Kart. No, my brother and my cousins, we used to play FIFA 94. Yeah. Oh, really? All the time. And I've still got that cart. <laughs> there was a great... Was that the FIFA where you could run away from the ref? No, I don't, I don't think... Not, I don't know if that was 94 or if that was actually the first FIFA International Soccer. But in 94, what you could do was you could always... You could, when the goalkeeper had the ball, you could stand in front of them and press Y and do a diving header and score. So that was that was how we scored most of our goals. So it's a matter of, as the keeper got the ball, just quickly kick it out to the side before they could do it. But we had heaps of fun with that. Um, on the SNES as well, um, Donkey Kong, yep. Country, man, those games, just unbelievable. One and two, just unbelievable. Yep. I've, I've played them again since. They're, they're just, they still hold up. You know, and um, yeah, so many good games there. I think we could do a whole podcast on it. Mm. But John, I know you're a big handheld Nintendo fan. Well, it's, it's interesting. When I look back on it, um, I remember playing the NES at a, a primary school friend's place. Yeah. And, you know, Duck Hunt and Mario. And, you know, culturally they were huge at the time. But there was just no way that we were going to afford two yeah. consoles in our household. So the only way I got to play those was at other people's places. Um, I remember my 21st, and I'm really aging myself here, we had a, one of my mates brought over Super Nintendo and we are playing GoldenEye until the wee hours of the morning. 64. Oh, sorry, did I say Super Nintendo? Yeah. I meant 64. Yeah. Um, so we're playing that. So uh, my actually, my cousin had a Super Nintendo, so he showed me quite a few games. And for me, it was games like R-Type, yeah, yep. um, because we love shooters and yeah. um, oh, Star Fox, maybe. No, um, he, he was he was very he loved his Japanese shooters. So like, oh, like the Ikko Kruger. We can never get this man. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was more like things like um, have you heard of a game called Axelay? And oh, there's a couple others anyway. Yeah, and so I have. I know the type of shooters like Raiden or Raiden yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, it was yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, that, yeah, that style. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Like that's my memories, and actually, to be honest with you, Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um. So, like, I, I saw a lot of those, but didn't understand the context at that age. So, for, when I got my first Nintendo console, was when I was working at Toys R Us, and I won a Game Boy Color just before the Game Boy <laughs> nice. Advance was coming out. Nice. I'd already pre-ordered a Game Boy Advance, so I gave my mum the Game Boy Color. <laughs> She still has that console to this day, and she still pulls it out and plays it occasionally. Wow! Nice. I've I've since given her a Game Boy Advance and a DS, and every time I thought it was going to be a bad present, it's been a brilliant present. Yeah. So um, my mum is quite the gamer as much. As she would never admit it. Oh no! She, actually, she would admit it, but she wouldn't call herself one. Yeah. Um. So the Game Boy Advance was my first full-on Nintendo console, and my first game for it was Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. But it was the um, it's like a port of. 
the second one where he pulls like turnips out of the ground and stuff. That's Mario 2. It's Mario 2. Yeah. yeah. That was also, that wasn't um, initially released. Oh, was it a reskinning of, I can't remember the name of the yeah, game. Yeah, everyone will know. Yeah, yeah, everyone will know yeah. what we're talking about. So, like, that was my first, the first Mario game I owned. Yeah. And then. What'd you think of it? I enjoyed it, but I, it didn't feel quite right. Yeah. And it wasn't until I got other games that it started to. In fact, there's. Because that's game- what the Lost Levels. Lost Levels was Mario 2. Oh, was it? Um, Super Mario 2. Um, and then they thought it was going to be too hard for the West, so they reskinned whatever that name of that game is, which you can Google search, <laughs> whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, so I, there's games back then that I wish I'd gotten, like um, Yoshi's Island. Yeah. That I still regret not picking up at the time. It was back great. then, but I, I, was, I was on a learning curve for Nintendo. Yeah. But then I got a GameCube. And there's games to this day, which I also regret missing out on, but there's ones like Metroid that I love. Well, that's another... I, I didn't even say Super Metroid. Fantastic game. Well, Brilliant. And actually, I think it was FIFA 98, just to, just to clarify there as well, not 94. But yeah, there, there were so many good games. And I'm just going through a list I've got on my, on my phone here of some of my favorite games ever. And, you know, there were those... Lion King games. Did you ever play that? On I played. The, yeah, you, the, you would have played the Mega Drive. I played Lion King and I played Aladdin. And I think Lion King Aladdin and on the Mega Drive Aladdin was awesome. was superior. Hell yeah! To the like, I'm not. This isn't me no, bagging no, no, you no, out. No, no, no. There was. It was that era where there were two different producers of That's games, right. especially the Disney games. Yeah. And they were just different games all in all. Like yeah. you could tell that some of it was borrowed from the other and things like that. But I, I recall Aladdin being better on the Mega Drive versus the Super yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. And I remember there was a Lion King level that may very well be on the Mega Drive version where you had to basically jump on these animals' heads during one of the songs. And it was so unbelievably difficult, <laughs> especially as a kid, to be able to get through it. Um, I, I will just quickly mention, though, the very first Nintendo console I ever got was, again, as a gift, and it was the Game Boy, the original. Oh, the, yeah. The grey one. I told a story about this. And I, and I, you know, you get Tetris with it. Yeah. Tetris is amazing. And I got, is. A, I got it one Christmas, and, and I got another game of Boy and His Blob. Yep, that was They great. actually redid a Boy and yeah, His Blob recently. I never got to play it. Yeah, no, I, I, right. I'm really looking forward. But a Boy and His Blob was so notoriously difficult. And Prince of Persia was on there, too, the original. Yeah. Um, and I still remember, like, a lot of double-A batteries. Yep. And I remember one year as a gift, I got the uh, old magnifying glass with I the light. I did too. I had that too. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was just so you had the ability to yeah. essentially be able to play it in bed or, or That's how I played, in a car um, or whatever. What was it? Mario. What was the Mario on the Game Boy called? Mario Land. Super Mario yeah. Land. That's how I played that yeah. um, on there as well. Man, Super Street Fighter. Super Street Fighter. Super Star Wars as well. How good were those games? Did you guys ever play them? I but, didn't know. Man, um, they're good. I have years later. They release them if on the If it ever had super in front of the tile, you knew it was going to be all right. That's awesome, man. That, that, was, every, that was every game back then. But um, yeah, look, I, I, like I said, I think we could do a whole podcast on... Well, I, I haven't said what I actually really like. Oh, sorry, man. You I just cut me off. I, I just, it's so we much, just, it's, so it's much it's a lot of excitement going around, Johnny. You know, it's, it's, no, it's what, do you, what do you really like? Um, the, the one that keeps standing out for me out of all the Nintendo consoles I've now owned is... Two Metroid games, Metroid Fusion and Metroid Zero Mission on the Game Boy Advance. And they are still two of my all-time favorites. Zero Mission is a remake of Super Metroid um, with an extra ending, essentially. And uh, Fusion's, um, is it a prequel or is it a sequel to it? I can't remember now. One or the other. (laughs) They just look amazing and they they play perfectly. And they're the, the bar that I hold all other, you know, Metroid slash Metroidvania, Vania, they call yeah, them, yeah, style yeah. games too. So, um, yeah, no, they they go down as my all time favorites. I think I'll probably change my mind. Like, no, I love them; they're good. Just as a side note, did you ever watch Captain N, the Game Master? 
No, no. I know of it. Yeah. I got a shit captain in the game last. I had that on VHS. Oh, it's really? Such a cool show. It's basically about a guy. I think he works with Kid Icarus and Mega Man. They go up against Mother Brain. They work up with uh, Simon Belmont is in it. Wait, didn't yeah. you talk about Castlevania or Mega Man? Oh my gosh. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, no, there is. There's a lot there. Yeah. Captain N is a whole, it's like, it's a religion. No, it's not. But it's like, it's. <laughs> I've got to show you Captain N a little bit later. But yeah, no, Castlevania, Mega Man, all of it. Oh, Nintendo had, it, yeah, they got and it right. That's the thing, like with the Switch now, just, I guess, bringing it around. Like, they have such an amazing back catalogue. And if they, Bring it as back. part of their service, said... Here you go. Like, just just give us one Mega Man game. Give us some. Give us a Mario game. Don't give just one in each of the franchises. Give people a taste of it, then they can go and buy the. Man, rest. they but- gave them a taste though. They brought back the Nintendo as a miniature console, uh, and and that sold like hockey. and it sold like hockey. And if that's any you know example of like decent market research, like. You know, that's it. Like, people are making Nintendo emulators in Raspberry Pis. Yeah. There's, there's cases that look like small Nintendos, which is obviously what they've they've come and done and released. But, I mean, people are happy to pay. But, you know, they, they, but don't you think then with their online service, let's say they released a special version of the Switch, which was skinned like, like a, a Super like Nintendo a Super or a Nintendo, yeah. And, and, part of their online, and part of their marketing for those people is you buy this and every month you're going to be given an old game for a fee whatever it's going to be, you know, $80 a year, yep. whatever it happens to be. There would be people who would buy the Switch just for that. It can't cost them. Like, I mean, at the end, everyone's emulating their stuff anyway. Yeah. They are, they're doing it yeah. and they're fully admitting to it. So like, charge your 80 bucks. Yeah. That sounds like a good fee. Charge your 80 bucks and give me access to as much of your back catalog that's licensed. Hell, give me just access to Nintendo licensed stuff. Yeah. There's a whole back catalog in that by itself. But, you know... It, I don't know. Like they've got to. Hopefully, they figure it out because it'll it'll sell. If they do that, it will sell. Yeah. I, like I said, I don't think it's going to do huge, huge numbers. But I, I, I'm, I really hope it does better than the Wii U. <laughs> ah, it can't be hard. If it doesn't, that's that's. They're, they're, what are they? What's next for Nintendo? They're going to start. They become making, Sega. Yeah, they're exactly right. We're going to see Mario on Xbox. PlayStation or Xbox <laughs> or iPhone. We already have. <laughs> Um, just, can I say something just before we move on from this have you seen the prices for the for the other things that are coming along with it like how you can buy extra Joy-Cons and an extra um, Joy Group and all that the US is going nuts over those prices but I'm not surprised like I'm not surprised by the prices that they're coming out at like I, I, I pre-ordered a case with yeah. mine for 30 bucks and I thought 30 bucks is good for a case yeah. it's funny yeah. though because That's what, what you're getting in there Sounds incredible. I went when we, we went, Jono and I took a trip out on the weekend. To um, good old the gamesman. Yeah, the gamesman. And I'm like, oh, I've got to buy myself a new Xbox One controller because my RB button isn't working. Don't you have like eight Xbox One controllers? I had. I, 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 there's a great story there. I'll yeah. tell that story another time. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah. they're like, they're expensive. And really, compare them to what you're getting here. I think, yeah, I, I agree with you, Jace. Like, I, I'm not, I wasn't surprised by the prices. No. No. All right. Anything else we want to talk about with the Switch? I think um, we mentioned the games. I think that ARMS games looks like ARMS a bit looks, of fun. Yeah, it does. Arms. It, it reminds me, it's got to like, it doesn't look like it, but I'm getting a feeling of Virtua On. Yeah. Oh, and really? Yeah. Well, what so I, I haven't watched the video for it yet. What I put on the on the website was it made me want a pod racing game where you hold, yeah. you hold the controllers sideways with your like with a thumbs up kind of oh, yeah. grip. So your thumbs on top of the trigger button and you kind of slide your hand side to side I guess just like you would if you're skiing or something like that, you know, 
And seeing that, I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, you know, you could drive the pod race and bring back. And there's another great Nintendo game. Man, so many good old games. One of the few things that came out that was good that came out of Star Wars Episode 1. All right. <laughs> I, I won't argue with that. Sorry, Star Wars Episode 1. But you Darth Maul was awesome. You're, yeah, okay. But for, for the most part, you were horrid. So, well, if there's nothing else that we want to talk about in the Switch and we've... I think we've covered a great deal. Actually, yeah. let's put it out to our listeners. If there's something you'd like to hear our opinions on on the Switch, please write on in. You know the locations. There's Facebook. There's podcast at versusplayer.com. We want to hear your opinion and we'll talk about it probably in the next episode. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. So, I've got a writer in or a... A writer in or a... I do. And he's got a very interesting question. What do you write her in? So, I'm going to call him Lane because he asked me to. And <laughs> what, 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 what are we calling him? Lane. 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 L-A-N-E? Or L-A-N-E? Is he Lane? I, I, or Lane? I, Why Lane? Lane. I don't know. There was a joke. I missed it. So I'll have to find out later. There's an anime called Lane. There is, but... Isn't that like L-A-I-N-E? I think it's L-A-I-N-E. What's his real name where we can't say? No. Are we protecting him? Is he a dentist? Is he a dentist? He's a dentist. He's a dentist. He's super famous. He's totally not a dentist. But okay. It's Shigeru Miyamoto. Jono's mate. <laughs> Shiggy. Shiggy. Yeah. Actually, the funny thing is that it's that whole Shiggy story um, was on one of our podcasts that we've never actually put out into the wild. So no you mean, you the, mean the lost episodes? The lost episodes, which one day, one day. When we're huge, we'll put it up. But here's his question, right? So, right. with the newly released Assassin's Creed movie... I saw ha- it. Did, Did you? you? Yeah, I saw You're it. Che- are you cheating on us? I Did saw you go it on yes- yesterday. With what? who? What? With my mate Nick. Who's and Nick? you didn't tell me? Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. Who's Nick? Wow. The guy I went to school with, Grey Black. And he, we, we, Nick? I've never yeah. heard of Nick. I, he, he mentioned it briefly, but I didn't realise he was cheating on me with him. No, no, Is he, he pretty? He's a very pretty man, yes. He's very handsome. All right, whatever. Yeah, all right, yeah. So you saw Assassin's Creed with Nick. I was going to talk about it later anyway. I don't, I don't care anymore. Fine, yeah, 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 I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> all right. So, so with a newly released Assassin's Creed movie, Which has there ever been a truly great video game to movie adaptation? Also, what video game would you love to see made as a movie? So let's talk the adaptation first. Has there been a great one? Has there been a great one? Can I talk a little bit about Assassin's Creed now? Because I went yeah, into this movie... Just to hurt us a little bit just more to hurt and you. shove the knife in and twist yeah. it. Yeah, go Look, for it. I went into this movie... I'm leaving. <laughs> all I had heard was it wasn't, it wasn't great. Um, you know, that, that as an... Uh, you know, and I, I was just reading video game websites to be truthful. So I went in without much expectation. I hadn't seen the trailers because I don't like to watch trailers. I've spoken about that before. I really enjoyed it. I thought they had they made a very um, it was it was different to the games, and I think that was really good for me as someone who's who loves the original. I'd say four games, and then Black Flag, which was brilliant. Um, they took it in a very in, in they they paid homage to the games. They took elements from it, from the main story of the original um, story, you know, with, I won't say, I won't spoil it, but you know, they've got the Templars, they've got the Animus, they've got, um, uh, it's Astergo, Abstergo there yeah. as well. Um, but they did things differently. Like the Animus was completely different. I didn't like it at first and I really liked it, but the movie was, I think it was very, it, it treated you intelligently um, as an audience member. It wasn't, you know, just action, action, action. Um, the action scenes made sense for the story. I didn't know where the story was going. I might be stupid as, as a movie <laughs> viewer. I couldn't. I, I wasn't sure how it was going to end. It didn't do, and I'm I'm not spoiling it here, but you know, it, they 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 didn't do 
as much as I've seen other movies recently where the ending was kind of like to be continued sort of thing. But they, 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 there was a kind of end so to I've, this I've, story. So I have a question then. With the movie, had it have not been called, had it not have been called Assassin's Creed, do you think it would have done better? Because everyone's going in who's who, they've played the games, they understand the story, and they've gone, oh, there wasn't enough time in the you know in the old period. Yep. They've spent too much time in Abstergo and and in in the current day, and you know they're not in the Animus essentially. Do you think it would have done better without that title? Well, you would have watched it and gone, this is a complete ripoff of Assassin's Creed, I guess is the only way I can really answer that. But I know what you're saying. If, yep. if Assassin's Creed hadn't existed, yep. this would have, yeah, I think it would have... People and the been acting, like, like Fassi, Fassi, old, old you're, Fassbender was doing mate, well. Fass, mate. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, a, yeah. he's a really good actor. I, I don't... I so does it feel video gamey? No. That's I'm gonna, cool. I, I, I'm going to say no. Like my answer, like, At the very beginning, I was like, I can see where they're setting this up as it's going on. Um, but... When we got to what was kind of like the timeline of the movie was set, yep. um, yeah, they, I think they did a, that was a, it was a really fun for me. It was a really good. Does movie. it feel more like a popcorn film? Is it sort of like really entertaining and flashy and excitable? No, it was, a, it was a bit slow, not in a bad way though. Like it was, like I said, it was treating you a bit intelligently. Like it was building up to things. Um, like I said, the acting was fantastic. There was there was something that it was building up to that never kind of. You know, came, came to, to fruition, came yeah. to fruition in, in, in the movie. But everything else, like with the times, because we all know Assassin's Creed, you know, it's modern day, olden t- days. They didn't overdo the olden kind of time. They just kind of used it where it made sense with the story. I, I think they, they the story was what was good here. Um, is it the best video game movie I've seen? Like there's not a lot Well, of... here's the question, right? Are, are we saying it's the best video game movie because it holds true to the video game? Or are we saying it's the best movie based off a video game? Yeah. Because honestly, for most video game movies, the acting and everything like that feels, I wouldn't say wooden, but it feels like it's aware that it's based on a video game and therefore it acts as such. Like I get really excited when I play a game like Uncharted because it emulates a movie. Yeah. Yeah. But if Uncharted was released just by itself with its cutscenes as is, you know, you wouldn't look at it as being a fantastic film. I don't think. Yeah. You know, you'd watch Indiana Jones or something like yeah. that. But that's really exciting. But when they go and release a, a movie based off a game, but then it's not, it doesn't feel like a game. I mean, what happens there? Like, are, are people upset because it wasn't like the, you know, uh, it's a tricky thing. And like, I mean, more to the question, like the, the movies that are based on games, the only ones that I can come off the top of my head that were actually half decent would be Tomb Raider. Yep. which is very campy and fun, but still cool. Yep. Silent Hill, actually, the first one, wasn't that bad. Yeah, I thought and so it held, too. And it held quite well to the to the game. Um, Should I give you some more? Because I looked up on Google man, while yeah. we were talking. I, I, can I say, I I really like, like, and I know people are going to think, well, there goes my credibility in, in movies. But it's the Mario really, movie, isn't it? No, the no. Mortal Kombat movie. I really like Mortal Kombat 1, Mortal absolutely. Kombat movie. I've, yeah, yeah. I've watched that quite recently and I really enjoyed that. I mean, that. there's not much they got to do there, right? Have some yeah. characters that look like the people from the game. Yeah. But that was very much, this is a video game movie. Absolutely. Like, you know, Street Fighter was as well and that was rubbish. It was rubbish. Like, that was really bad. The it Street was. Fighter animated movie though and the animated series, yeah. the animated series was fantastic. I've it, got yeah. all of those on yeah. video cassette at home still. That was a great series and there's actually been other series of video game, like, sorry, it's cartoon series of video games that have been good but 
about just movies, there's been lots of okay ones. Prince of Persia was a popcorn. Prince of Persia that, felt like Prince of Persia. Yeah. Prince of Persia felt like a Pirates of the Caribbean type film. Yeah, See, and, and well, when it was you, Jerry Bockheimer, so it was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. When was it? Lane asked about what we would want to get made. What video game would want to get made into a movie? My answer would have been Prince of Persia. And they did that, and you know, I like I said, I enjoyed it. It was a different kind of story, taking homage to it, but I don't think it was. Should I give you Fantastic. some other yeah. video game movies that have been out there? So you've named a whole heap already, like uh, Tomb Raider, but Warcraft wasn't so long ago. No, Angry Birds, it. the movie. I didn't see either of these. Um, I saw Warcraft. It was not good. It, Warcraft, and I'm going to spoil that now for you, um, and too bad. If you don't, <laughs> just, just forward ahead. But Warcraft finished, and it's completely like, this is not an ending. This is like, it's called Warcraft in the beginning and you expect, all right, they want to do other movies. But if you're making a movie and they haven't got the next one coming out next year, like The, like Ma- the Matrix Hobbit 2 or, and 3, yeah, yeah. yeah, just give us an ending. Yeah. Like that really, that that really annoyed me, that movie. But anyway. Uh, Final Fantasy, Super oh, Mario Brothers. Kingsglaive. I loved Kingsglaive. Okay. I really did. And that, that is necessary viewing before you play which Final is, Fantasy. Which is weird. That, that's a whole separate discussion. Yeah, but I've got stuff to say about King's Hitman, Dead or Alive. Sorry, I need to stop there for a second. Hitman, not the one that came out recently, but the Timothy, Timothy yep. Elephant. Timothy Elephant. Um, one. Uh, especially when they did the R-rated re-release. Because, yep. I mean, Hitman is quite violent. Yeah. He did very, very well considering the backstory. Yeah. I mean, for all intents and purposes, like... It, <sighs> I don't know. I've got I've got stuff I want to say about Hitman, but it it wasn't that bad. And as a standalone film, separate to a game, it was pretty good. Oh, I can see you've got Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. That is one of the worst movies I have ever seen in my life. I didn't even know it was a thing. Oh man, it's so bad. Oh, that's right. It had what's the name from 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 Smallville as Chun Li, wasn't it? It was awful. Um, Doom, Wing Commander. Doom was a bit of fun. It was a bit of fun, but it was was rubbish. There was a Wing Commander film? There was a Wing Commander film that was absolute rubbish. Yeah, it was old as eh? with um, What's his name? Freddie Prince Jr. Um, The Resident Evil movies. I like them. Which, you know, they're a bit of fun. There's like, what, eight or nine of them? The new ones. The new one about the final chapter. Double Dragon. I remember Double Dragon. Max Payne. Max Payne. Max Payne, they didn't do a bad job on. I can't remember if I saw it or not. I didn't like it. Um, Wreck-It Ralph. Now, while it's not based on an actual game, it was very much a video game movie. There's there's one. There you go. Go and watch Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, that's but that's right. not fair. Wreck-It Ralph, it has like... It's on the list. <laughs> it, pay, it pays tribute. Wait, who's who's list, though? This list that John has got up here. It's got yeah, Tron Legacy. Just... There you go. Tron Legacy. Great movie. That's not a video game It's movie. not, but it's on the list. <laughs> Who made but this it, list? It was very much inspired by video games. So, <laughs> bit inspired by and being part of the video game's IP are two different things. I agree with like, yeah. So, so on, on that note, I don't, think, I don't think there's been a game that I can safely say, a movie, sorry, that I can safely say that was based on a video game that I've gone in and thought was fantastic. Yeah, even really Assassin's did. Creed. I thought what, it was great, but I'm not going to say it was better than great. So what do you think then, Jono, for a, like a, a, a game based off or a movie based off a game, what would be a good one? What would you like to oh, see? Like you don't know my answer already. Just, it, it was <laughs> meant to happen. There we go. Halo. That it was close though. It was close. What What was it? District 9. District yeah, Nine was. District, I mean, there's a there's yeah. a bit in um in what is it Elysium as well. Same director, Blomkamp yeah. or whoever. They were in the Halo ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would have been cool because yeah, Spielberg was... wanted to crack at it at one point. And... Yeah, well, they've got but the Halo Nightfall and what's the other one? The 
there's been three live action yeah. um, the, 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 straight to DVD releases, they which, they which were all a bit of fun. They yeah. weren't spectacular, but they were all enjoyable. You know what? I think to answer the question as well, like it depends on like I like I said. I really oh, like, sorry. Need for Speed wasn't that bad anyway. Really? Yeah, that, I, no, did, no, I don't even actually, talk. I it wasn't that, that yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no, like I I love the Final Fantasy games, and yep. I know you know Jace is right there with me on on some of them, and John is getting into them now as well. It seems like. Um, oh, we'll like, talk about that later. I, I liked Advent Children, the long cut. I, I thought that yep. was it was. I still haven't I seen the long cut because the shortcut made no sense. No, I've yeah. got it on the Nintendo. Yeah. Um, you know, and like I said, Kingsglaive was great. Um, I think if it's something that you're got a bit of interest in, you might find more enjoyment in it. But I would say, yeah, go the old cartoons and things like that as well. They're they're the way to go. There's lots out there. Just very very quickly off the top of your head, we won't stay on it too long. What would be the worst thing to make a video game movie about? Like the worst, like what what would make it? Because I remember at one point they were going to do a Sims movie. It might even still oh, be a they, thing. They were, weren't they? You know, oh. and I mean, I can't. I don't know what a Tetris movie would be like, but you know, like well, well, what, they kind what of wasn't that, that Pixels? Yeah, they did that. <laughs> I never saw. I never saw Pixels. Oh, didn't you? I didn't it, want to see it, it. It was it was rubbishy fun. Yeah. If you left your brain completely at the door, completely, like completely. Actually, you left your brain back at home, then went to the cinema that wasn't near your house, but was like you know three suburbs away. Then you'd have a bit of fun with it. Oh, speaking of bad ones, what about that? Or was it Dead or Alive with um, Holly Valance? Yes. In that scene where she fought with a towel. I can't oh believe you've seen it. She fought with a towel? You never saw it? Why would I oh, see it? It's she... a video game review. I'm watching it, man. I watch all wasn't of it. Wasn't she just wearing a towel during the fight? Wait, thing? so you're telling me you've seen the U Bowl films? Yeah. Postal? I've seen Postal. Oh, have what? you seen? I'm sorry, uh, have I... you seen? Uh, what was it? Something oh. dark? A dark? Perfect? No, not perfect. Dark. Uh, Alone, in Alone, Alone in the dark. I've seen Alone in the dark with with um, Christian Slater and Tara Reid. It Blood was Rain. Terrible. I've seen Blood Rain. Both of them. I don't know if they're. Have you seen Dungeon game. Siege? With the name of the king, with um, oh my god, he has, oh, with he has. it's got Statham in him. I'm watching it. Oh wow, Joe! If it's a dark. video game movie, I like to watch it. Some some dark secrets have uh, been revealed to the world. I don't think it's a dark secret. I just watch trash. Should, because, no, no, it should be oh, a dark secret. <laughs> it should be. You're right. But yeah, I've seen the Uve Uve Bowl. U Bowl. U Bowl. U Bowl. Whatever his name is. He, he's told everybody he's not doing films anymore. Yeah. Thank goodness. The world's we appreciate. Well, what are you going to watch now, Joe? <laughs> Maybe something better because I don't know what I'm doing with okay, my free time. Back to Lane's last question. I answered my part. What what video game would you like to see made into a movie? Mine was Halo. But I'm going to put a caveat on it while you're thinking. I'd like the Master Chief to be a background character in the Halo movie. And yeah, maybe, agreed. And maybe focused on some other people. Yeah, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to say I want Prince of Persia 2008 um, as an animated film in the same style as that. Actually, no, it doesn't make, give us a sequel to the game instead. I'd prefer that. I want to see the Splinter Cell film that they were teasing on the Chaos Theory disc be made. Oh. But in saying that, Splinter Cell probably wouldn't be all that interesting. It'd just be a dude sneaking around in the dark, a bit of espionage, maybe James Bondy, Jack Reacher. It would make all a the good other Jack films. Series. Something like that, yeah. right? Um, man, yeah. I'm. Let's make John Wick Part 3. Yeah. That's it's true. That. There you go. You just one lane over. He's a big John Wick fan. Yeah, smart like, man. Honestly, I still haven't seen it. You yeah. haven't seen John Wick One. Sorry, guys. Have you not seen John Wick no. One? Can we watch John Wick One? John um, Wick One. John Wick One. <laughs> um, we can watch it, but I'm a little bit like you're going to have to leave after this. Yeah, watch it. We need to. You got homework. Man. No, 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 no. No, you're not. Watch it with us. Yeah, I want to watch it with you. 
oh, we got to set something up. That's exciting. I love nothing more than watching films that I've seen that I love with people who haven't seen them, and then I watch their face the entire time. All right, look forward. I, I still have to watch Snowpiercer, which I've got That's a, great. A, a short subscription to stand. That'll so. be a great video game. Yeah, just no, a no, nice we're, linear we're one. Doing, Reminds me we're of Final doing Fantasy. a John Wick podcast afterwards. A John we'll Wick podcast. Po- John Wick Part Two, and then we'll do a chapter spoiler two. Cast. Chapter two. Sorry, uh, they kill his dog again. We'll you just totally made his day. All right, awesome. So, did you have a movie? Did a game? A game movie? No, I haven't. Splinter. I'm I'm gonna nah it's not Splinter. So we're gonna keep talking and then at some point towards the end I'm gonna yell something out. Alright, done. Yeah. Alright. So we're up to um what are we playing? What are we playing at the moment, guys? Like what, what, first. I'll I'll knock mine out super quick because I talked about Dishonored for ages last time. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd finished Dishonored in the last one, yes, but I have. have awesome yeah. game, whatever. Um I decided to pick Watch Dogs 2 back up and at again it was the same thing with Dishonored. Like I played it a little bit initially, it was okay. It felt like a Ubisoft game wasn't heaps into it and then i picked it back up and they get the humor on point like i mean it's one of those sorts of things where it's you know it's got memes and it's got a lot of like like almost what you would think is cringy internet humor but Mm. they do it as a very tongue-in-cheek sort of way um there's a bit of homage to shows like mr robot and stuff like that in there uh there's a a whole mission called um hack the world which is hack the planet from hackers Um, and and it's and you literally hack the world like you hack a satellite. I've got to reveal, I've got to talk about this. You hack a satellite and then you hack data centers around the world. You travel, you you know that whole watchdogs thing where you go from one camera to the next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that but with satellites around the world. Cool. And it's just a level. Yeah. And the, the attention- Is Australia in it? Uh, I don't remember. But the attention, I think you go to Korea and a few other places. The attention to detail just on that level alone is really cool. And there's like, it, it's a very, it's it's quite quirky. The, the, the characters are, are pretty charming. You actually- really really like them by the end or about halfway in um i finished watch dogs 2 it's uh, much better than one yeah um, and I, I enjoyed one um but it's it's much better than one uh had a really really good time with it cool um playing a lot of civilization 6 and getting back into that been playing i've been on a few trips recently been playing it on, on the surface on an airplane uh and that's that's kind of where i'm at i don't know what i want to dive into next yeah so not a lot for me how about you guys don't know me you can go oh. Well, I've I've finally been playing Final Fantasy fifteen. I am I'm loving it. it. I completely agree with all of Jason's words on it um, from previous podcasts, from our game of the year discussion. It is a it is a game that I'm loving to play. It is a great game. It is nothing more than that. There are lots of things that are really I just don't understand about the game. Yeah. I have it's crashed on me twice now. Once the last, and I haven't played it for. Can three I ask days. when it crashed? Was it when you stepped away from the game and then you came back to play it, or was it during while you were playing? No, during. I, I was, didn't I, have and that. It was the last time I played it was like I said about two or three days ago, and I did did a dungeon, and I went through. It took me about an hour to get through it. Got to the boss at the end of it, and then it froze, and it went to a loading screen. I just sat on it forever, and then I'm like, I just I don't. It wasn't to... the one in the waterfall, was it? Yes, it was. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. I'd yeah. never want to play through that twice. No, I didn't want to. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't interesting. Um, I said. I said to Ali, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm not doing all that again. Like, but you had I to. Did, but I did. I just ran through it. Yeah. Like I just skipped as many fights as I could. Yeah. I didn't pick up anything along the way. I just rushed and rushed and rushed. Um, but anyway, I did it, and then I just got through it, saved it, and I haven't played it since. But man, that is a fantastic game. I, I think. Like I said, I think what everything you said, Jace, like the 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 story is very disjointed. But have you, I just cannot understand how anybody could play this game without watching Kingsglaive first and have 
any sort of understanding about the story. Absolutely. Like the way that they put the Kingsglaive clips into the store into the game, it doesn't make it clearer. It actually no, would make it more confusing if you hadn't already seen it. Yeah. Like they should have done a Metal Gear type thing and gone, you are going to watch a two-hour movie before you can start the game. Yep. Like just prepare yourself for that. And man, just throw up a warning and yeah. just say you're about Put to on watch. The box. You're about yeah, you're about to watch two hours for this story to make sense. To fully enjoy your experience, yeah. please watch this two hour movie. Mm. And people will be like, What? But you know what? Like make it an event, make it a thing. But imagine if they did this is free for the whole world. Yeah. A two hour video, put it on the internet. Two weeks before the game comes out, three weeks before the game comes out, oh, or as a pre-order bonus or something like that. Not even a pre-order, just just throw it out there because it is required viewing. I put a an impressions review on our website, yeah, um, and I have given it half a point score difference with and without watching King's Glaive. I'd almost make it more, but anyway, um, I I do a full star on it, yeah. honestly. Yeah. yeah, I'm not bagging like, but I'm not meaning to bag the game out no, because no, no, no. I am I am loving it. How That's many great. hours did you say you finished it? In? I I've got. I, I will say I smashed it in 29 hours yeah. because really it goes on a lot longer than that. Um, but yeah, I should have spent more time on it. And it became I, more difficult for me towards the end because I wasn't leveled up enough. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm 27 hours or so in. Probably cut off a few hours. Because what chapter are you on though? <laughs> at the end of chapter seven. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so I'm, wow. I'm really loving it. And I'm doing lots of the side quests. I, I, I love... The interactions the characters have with each other and the other people in their world, like a new character gets it gets introduced, like you said, and it's like, who is this person? They have a, they have the characters have a life beyond the game. Like normally in a Final Fantasy game, you're learning as you're going, yeah. as the characters learning as yeah. well. It's like and they've it, had this whole life beforehand, they and, have. and they just bring it up occasionally. Yeah, and I, and sometimes it's a bit jarring. There was with with one of the more supernaturally kind of weird kind of characters. I was like. That Girl, was, long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's a bit strange. But then there's a character whose relation to one Have you, has she of popped your up party. in some photos in the background for you yet? No, she does that. But man, those photos are cool. They're I love cool. those photos. And you're right; like they are completely dependent on your gameplay mode. They totally are. Um, and but they've got there's a bit of a command and conquer. We brought this up last time. There's a command and conquer vibe going on here where they repeat the same thing over and over again. I, I if oh, I, I've come up with a new recipe. Like it doesn't even say recipe, but like oh, hey there's there, a guy. Open it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I don't want to hear that again. Is I that who? Who is Prompto. that? Is that Prompto? He is the best character. He changes that later, very oh, briefly, for so. no apparent reason, and then he changes it back. They say the same thing for the combos. I'm looking at Jono here. They say the Shake same thing baby. for the combos. Yeah, over and over again. Like, all the time, the same thing. And you're just like, okay, whatever. They're a bit weird. Like, no, but, but look, honestly, I'm loving the game. I, 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 I think it's all about the characters and their interaction with each other and the world as well. But, but the main story, if I had to describe what, to you, what was happening, I could try. But Have you got a Chocobo yet? Yeah, I love the chocobos. Cool. I'm leveling all of that sort of stuff up. All my exploration. apparently there's races. I never even did them. I did. I did a couple. Is of that races. right? I had to look at the map to kind of figure out. Oh, that looks like a racetrack, so that's where it would be. Because it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't really, tell you. Doesn't yeah. tell you anything. I love the character Sydney. Her relationship with you. Her attire is just absurd compared to what everyone else in the world is wearing. It's very funny because these group of characters are. I won't say they're attractive, but they're definitely very. Like they're very obvious characters, yes. a lot of effort. But then there's just these plain dudes who are sort of yeah. standing around, like hmm. I guess it's a little bit like real life. But anyway, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. and then there's Sydney, who, like I said, she's an awesome character, and I want to do all of her quests. Like whenever there's a quest for her, 
I drop everything. I don't care. I'm glad you said quest at the end of that. Yeah, I know. I was going to say. I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> but um, I just I, anyway. I don't want to spoil it. But um, yeah, the characters are cool. Prompto's great. Um, but I'm really loving that. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm also playing, and John has mentioned this before in the past. Got Lego Dimensions. Playing that with my son. We got through. We got the Sonic um, level pack. Yay. Yeah, level pack. we we played through that. It is it is old school Sonic. And it's not just old school, it's new school as well. Like it takes you through kind of the different iterations of Sonic. There is, at the beginning, you're playing essentially Green Hill Zone um, where you're kind of, it's three-dimensional, but it's pretty much just a side-scrolling stage where you can go, you know, lower level, middle level, upper level. You skip a lot of things. You can race really fast, spin around, do loops and all that sort of stuff. You know, the music's there. It's fun. Um they they got the bonus stages where you're running into like in the little half pipe thing running yes. forward, which is cool. Um, some and then once it goes on, I I, I kind of lost interest with that. But um, I got the Mission Impossible um, level pack for myself because I I like the Mission Impossible movies, and it's the first movie as a what is it like three or four stages, and that was enough. It didn't need to be more. It, it the, you go down the, like a little rope and you're yeah, like, oh, really was it cool. funny with all the other cast members there? It was very funny with, yeah. with Scooby Doo there as well because I got him that. Um, but like like my son just he loves it. He he plays with a little Ethan Mars. You know we that does that thing where it pauses and you build the Lego in between. Um, yep. Man, that's that's. I think what they're doing there with these like there's going to be a Goonies one coming out and um, oh what was the other obscure one the Powerpuff Girls and things like that. Like you got the worlds, but these short little level packs where it's kind of like a taste of you know, the story, but not fleshed out into like a, a full game. Like some of those Batman Lego games, some of the stages went for like 20 minutes and yeah. it's just too much. Yeah, like this was, this was the story. It didn't have any kind of, you know, it trimmed all the fat off it. I, I'm, I've been really enjoying it. Um, I, I'm, you know, if you like Lego games and you, and you like any of those franchises there, I definitely recommend it. But I've been playing other things too, but probably I'll just stick with those two and they're the main ones. What are you doing, Jono? Um, Joe came around the other day while you were off in, you know, south of Australia. Tasmania. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we played some, some retro stuff. So we did. We, we pulled out um, Mortal Kombat on the Mega Drive. Wow. Joe did a fatality and killed me. Did a few. Yeah, yeah. Do you, did I, you remember how to do them? No, we had, no, we we had um, game facts. Are they easy to do on There's the op? so much easier. Yeah, they're not there. hard. Okay. Yeah. Were you doing them as well? Because no. I suck at fatalities. I still suck. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he you know, ripped my heart out a couple of times. Fatality. Both literally and figuratively. And um, <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, you're not sorry. <laughs> then we not. played a Micro Machine tournament. That was cool. epic. That we had was an epic. epic. I, I had John O 2-0 up and then he's come back to like 3-2 and then it was... Who won in the end? I can't remember. Three all. No, I think you, you got me Did in the I? end. Yeah. With the, that helicopter stage oh, yeah. was brutal with the little um, plants on the but side. the power the... boats. Yeah. That was in the bathtub. That's where it is. Yeah. If you've never played Micro Machines on the Mega Drive, you have to find a way to play it. That'd be a great Switch game. Oh, it would be an amazing Switch game. You're right, yeah. And with the Switch, they were saying they've got that. You can connect eight Switches yeah. um, within your Wi-Fi. Eight player... Micro machines. Oh, apparently, though, I don't know if this is true, but apparently, with the, to jump back on the switch, with the it's it's eight from one switch, so like you can go as far as sixty four players or something if they so chose if they so chose to do it. So eight within each, and then and then connected. and then apparently, I don't know. Oh, really? oh my goodness! Yeah, imagine wow. that micro machines race. 
<laughs> the chaos. Well, it would be chaos. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know if that's, that's, that's accurate, but yeah. Oh, can I say one other thing? Sorry about the Switch. I saw a trailer today for the Street Fighter and it's got a two-on-one mode in Super Street Fighter, in Street Fighter 2, right? Mm-hmm. How on earth could you play two people against one in Street Fighter? All you would need to do from my... The way one on either side. It's just go one on either side. You can't block behind you. And it's game over. Like I don't know. I don't it, know how to it, it, it might play like um, Marvel vs. Capcom. But you can't... No, no, no. It's two on the screen at once against one person. Yeah, you could have two on the screen. Just You wouldn't control them. But you could have, you could hit them both. No, but the, in the video that I saw, like somebody jumped over oh, in yeah. Bison. He was yeah. in the middle. So... That's the end of it. But anyway, Jono, so we will, we will play Micro some machines. games. Micro machines. Uh, we then switched to the original Xbox and played. Um, we played some Republic Commando because there's multiplayer in that, which is really average. And so we didn't play it That's very long. That's because I destroyed you. Yeah, you did. The, <laughs> that, there you, was you a Gatling gun thing, which was just absurd. You can it, see a bit of a theme going on here. Um, <laughs> but then we played Mashed. Now, I don't know if you ever played Mashed. I've never heard of it. So... I'm pretty sure Mash was developed by some of the guys from the original Micro Machines team. It was released on the PlayStation 2 and the original Xbox. And um, it's essentially like a non-licensed version of Micro Machines with like beaten up cars in apocalyptic backgrounds. And you can pick up weapons. Um, so much fun. We've got to give it a go. Wow. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. Um, that was we, a lot of fun. we were loving it. It was yeah. great. Um, and then you guys have been talking about Final Fantasy at infinitum that I finally <laughs> cracked and decided I needed to play a Final Fantasy game. I've never played Which one. Which one did you pick? So I bought Final Fantasy 7 on the PlayStation 3, put it across onto my old PSP. I'm playing it on the training to, to and from work. Okay, so where are you up to? Uh, I've just blown up the first reactor and gotten back to the So you've uh, you first boss, you've done that? Uh, the big scorpion? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> what are you thinking? Yeah. Um... I, I want to see more because I don't understand the leveling just yet and what I can do with leveling up my character or that's just making him more powerful and more health. So, like, I don't understand that dynamic yet. Do you enjoy the combat? Yeah, surprisingly enough, more than I expected to. Is it slow? Because um, I don't remember it ever being slow, but I no. feel like coming back to it, it would be. No, I would and, think so. And yeah. I was afraid of that too, but n- no, I, it, I thought it, it does it really well because you see, like, your, your time meter... Yeah. Uh, what was it ATB active time battle yeah. or something it was yeah. and and you, yeah. ba- you balance like you know oh do I give the other character health now instead of attacking and then do I use it I- I'd love to see magic I'm hoping that magic um, opens up to where it attacks multiple characters as opposed to one but it does it does fantastic yeah. so yeah I'm really enjoying where it's going to go and I'm, in- I'm enjoying you're the in for stuff. a long ride my friend yeah you really yeah. are it was a long game right it like was. as a kid it was a long game because it was it hard much longer than, than it initially was as well like, well this, this PSP like port this PSP port will get to a point where it says time to sh- switch discs and it brings up a little dialogue box and you pick the disc that you're meant to switch to that's, cool. <laughs> that's adorable yeah. that can cool. you do me a favour on this and I, I'm, I'm very very curious just give me updates give yeah. us both updates yeah, yeah, about yeah. where you're at and what you've just done yeah, well, and if you you can give us updates if you think it's cool or if you just want to tell us where you're at yeah. but I kind of feel like there's an opportunity for Joe and I here to relive the game yeah. through fresh eyes. Yeah. yeah. And it's the reason I don't expect you to enjoy this because I mean, for me, you know, we talked about star Wars and all that, and I've watched it much later in life and it doesn't have that big impact on yeah. me. I don't expect you to walk away with a big impact and you know, you feel very profound about it or whatever, but I would be very interested to see what you think and what you feel um, as you go. 
I am seeing why it has an impact on you and what it would have been like if you were playing... 97, man. Yeah, this is it. When I look at it and I, I, I think of, like, uh, I don't like the control style. Yep. I'll, I'll go straight out and say that. I, But then I've always hated it where they shift, like, you know, where your X button is usually your, your primary button. It's not. It's only circles. Yeah. You have to retrain your brain almost. You but, can change it, but yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've read that as well. But I've started that way. I'm sticking that way. Um. I, in my mind, like thinking back to what it was like, like the backgrounds, like the the, the where your character is, uh, does that look good still now? Like I know the characters just oh. wouldn't, but the backgrounds, like the, the, like the backgrounds look amazing still. Yeah, they they would, I, I would imagine. So, and I know they're doing like I mean, yeah, I've seen better since, but of course, but I still think they look they're iconic because I remember seeing images of that city. Yep, and and I want to understand more about the world, and I'm really enjoying it. In fact, both last year and the start of this year, I've gotten so much joy out of playing old games and reliving experiences, or enjoying new experiences for games that I missed way back when. Um, it's it's been fantastic, and it, I'm actually struggling to find the balance between my new games and the classic ones at the moment. Well, we've got Halo Wars Two coming out. That's going to change things. We we do, but I want to go back to XCOM Two, yeah. which I've only yeah, like, gotten a little well. bit into, and so there's a lot I want to play. Um, but I'm really enjoying this this sort of trip down memory lane. I'm I'm learning that how it how often matter. do you think you're going to be playing it? Do you feel? I mean, you're playing it on the PSP, which I think is a great choice, by the yeah. way. Don't play it at home. Play it. Well, I mean, play it at home, but play it in a portable way. Um, but how often do you find yourself playing? Are you doing it sort of half an hour here and there, an hour here and there? My goal is going to be a uh, train trip to and from work. So I'll be getting at least... How long is the train trip? Um, because I change trains and then buses, I'll probably get about um, 15 minutes of concentrated play, maybe 20 each day. There's going to be parts oh, no, where each way. further. So I'm going to do about 40 minutes each way. The only thing that's going to, I'm going to struggle with is saving. But then if I find... Because the PSP, and this is the advantage, you know how you could... You can flick the on switch and it will put it into standby. Yep. yep. Um, I'm thinking if I get to a point where I haven't found a save, you might be able level, to get away with it. I'll put it on the standby and continue it at home until I get to a save point. Yep. So I'm very curious yeah. if there's going to be a part that just wants to make him sit down. Like he, he's finished it on the train. Yep. He comes home and he's like, oh, I need to go a little bit further. There will, I there, think there will, will be parts. Yeah. Yeah. I played. I played some last night and I was really struggling with the save scheme. And I obviously pressed wrong buttons because when I went to start it again on the train this morning, I was right back at just before I blew up the reactor and I'd gone right the way to the slum. You so have to I make sure you're going. Minutes. It was one of those games for me where I kept pressing X multiple times and overwrote the save like three yeah, times yeah, yeah. just to make just sure it had sure. saved. Yeah. I wasn't used... That was my very first introduction to saving games in general. And it's funny to yeah. go back to that seeing as how now so many games do autosave. In fact, another game that's on my PSP that I'd forgotten I even owned and barely touched was um, Star Wars Battlefront Elite Squadron. It's quite an old game. And having played it again, I really enjoyed it. But it autosaves at the end of the level. You know what? I don't... I find it really hard to go back to old games. Like, I, for example, I played Chrono Trigger when I was a kid. I know it's one of the best yeah. RPGs ever made. But I haven't really played it. And I find it hard to jump back. And I, I own Final Fantasy VII on the PC. I bought it when I was on sale. One of those Steam sales that you never, you know, you buy it, you never play the game. <laughs> yeah. I really want to play it. And I think maybe I'll try and play it with you. Okay. I think like, tell PC, me where you're up to and I'll try. Right. I know the iOS version, but I think the PC version has it so you can like... Save skip, wherever you want. Yes, and skip battles and things like that as there well. It does have a few... I know that it's got like a trainer built into it yeah. where you can essentially cheat. I'm going to skip yep. all of that. But I'm just going to try and see if I can get through it. And I know that there is somewhere in the settings you can make the battles faster. Okay. Yeah, that's so right. So that's, that's the tricky thing for me. Those battles, 
at the time were great, but yeah. now I'm I'm quite impatient. I can um, see that, yeah, because especially when you know it's going to be like. What I I don't like is that I don't know how much damage. Like I can see the number that's coming off them for the hits, but for like a boss, I don't know like how, how far have I gone? Am I killing him? Is it going to take you, one more you, hit? You'll get that I, a lot, yeah, yeah, and that's a bit frustrating. But he's I'm, he's got a good what 50, 60 hours of gameplay. Would that be fair? I can't remember, but it feels like longer. <laughs> I, I know, I know my t- my the timer always stopped at ninety nine. It never went past yeah. ninety nine, and so I don't really remember. But man, that's exciting. Yeah. That's very cool. While you guys are doing that, I'm going to stick to Final Fantasy fifteen. Which, oh, yeah. I, but I've been listening. But what I'm doing is I'm listening to the Final Fantasy seven and eight soundtrack as I'm driving around in my regalia, yeah, yeah. which is so cool that they very do cool. that. So yeah. we've gotten to the length of what our normal podcast is. A little bit over. Yeah. And there's a few topics we want to talk about. There's some stuff that I'm thinking what we might do is shelve them for next week or okay. the week after. Yep. Um, I think we shelved what was coming out last week for this week. But I think we said, you know... I don't think anyone's this, missing much. No, for this month. And, really, and for this month, we'll talk Resident about Resident Evil it. is coming out soon. Uh, Hitman's getting released the entire first season. Yep. Yeah, that's about um, it. Double Dragon 4, I thought was interesting. First named one. And yeah, like you said, Resident Evil. Yeah. But... Um, and there's some, there's still some sales going on. Like um, I'll mention it quickly. I got the game Catherine on the PlayStation sales for PS3 for four dollars fifty five. So if you want to try choice. something quirky, I'm looking forward to giving. Everyone it a go. should play Catherine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and Day of the Tentacle remastered on PlayStation Plus. Oh yeah, free, free game, which is like, really cool. Yeah, that's that's a great one. So, um, guys, you've heard what we've talked about in terms of Switch and the games that we're playing at the moment. As always, if you'd like to write in, like. Uh, writer in around today um and ask us a question we are more than happy to answer it for you we'd love to yeah I, well it always starts a really good conversation amongst all of us so yeah. we're really happy to get that sort of thing going on but otherwise thanks as always for listening you can find us in the usual places i'll let you guys handle that because my voice seems to be going okay yeah no <laughs> on, um well on itunes our podcast on itunes stitcher podcasts um under versus player um, you can visit our website versusplayer.com where we've got quite a few things that have been going up lately. And again, we'd love any kind of feedback and comments on those things that we're putting up there. Um, we spoke about a few of them in the, in the podcast. And follow us on um, Facebook where we're putting up just some of the fun things that we see online. And um, Instagram where we're kind of, you know, having a bit of fun with that um, and putting some stuff up every day. But um, yeah, I think it's, it's you know, been a good podcast with talking about Switch. I've been looking forward to talking Switch with you guys. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so we'll yeah. see when Jason gets it, mate. We're all having a game here, Jason. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. You're going to have to get a couple extra joy Yeah, games. I might have to, hey. <laughs> nah. Break the bank. <laughs> we'll take turns. It's all good. It's going to be awesome. Cool. See you next time. See you guys. Adios. Jason. <laughs> <laughs>